Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we have on my husband, Sina. What's up, babe? What's up? And we're going to talk about something that I think is really important for people to hear, which is what it actually feels like to do life with someone that's motivated differently than you, that handles stress differently than you, that handles uncertainty and change differently than you, because we're kind of going through it a little bit right now. And I think there's a lot of people that reach out that are like, oh my gosh, like you guys just got married and you do all these things together and all of this stuff. And we have a really awesome relationship that we work really hard at. But I also think it's really powerful to kind of peel back the curtain, especially on this podcast, which is all about, you know, feeling very come with me. Let's figure this out together to talk about some of the challenges. So can you maybe just like tell everybody, give like a high level overview of where you're at now and kind of what's coming up for you (laughs) career wise. And then we'll dig into it a little bit more. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we're doing this because we were just on a walk and we were talking like, wow, we are actually like really different in how we um, kind of approach things. And we try to like feed off each other's positives, but also like when one of us is going through it in a different way, it can be challenging for the other person to kind of relate because we are so differently motivated. So for me, a little background is I was a dentist. We've talked about this before on the podcast. I left that last year in kind of like the sense of like, just go and jump and like, you'll figure it out kind of thing, which I have the belief in myself. And now we're in Denver and I wanted to get into real estate investing. So my plan was to get my license. We're going to move to Denver and then we're going to get started. So kind of doing that leap of faith kind of jump. And then I, kind of didn't really realize that I'm not the type of person that really loves that kind of big jump without really like a parachute already like attached. So we're kind of going through right now where we have all these options that I could do. You know, I got my license, we're here, we're meeting people. And then I'm like, I don't know which direction I want to go. And it's getting really hard for me to kind of decide on a direction, to be honest. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that you're willing to talk about this because a lot of people can connect with it. And my advice as someone who gets all of her clarity through action has been like seen to just pick one, just pick one thing and take action on it. And then process of elimination, you'll either like it or you won't. And I don't think I've ever really realized until this exact moment in this season of, of watching you react to that advice that it's actually not very helpful for you right now. And maybe you could kind of explain because to be honest, I mean, for those of you that don't know, we've been together for 13 years. We're literally best friends. Like we know each other so well. And of course we're also married too, but it's been like very eye opening for me to realize that like some of the advice and, and what I perceive as support to you and encouragement to you is actually perceived very differently in, in the way that it feels in your body when you're in a season of so much uncertainty 
trying to make decisions. So maybe you can explain, even when I said to you, for example, I'm like, well, babe, like what's the worst that could happen? Cause to me, that seems like great advice. Cause that helps me, right? I play it out to the worst case scenario. I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to die. Then I'll just take action. And for some people listening into this, maybe they connect with that, but maybe they connect with you or maybe they have a significant other who's more like you or more like me. Right. So yeah. tell them kind of like how it feels as an Enneagram three achiever, very driven person who's now in this like land of uncertainty. Yeah. When someone tells you, just start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think threes can sometimes have a little bit of analysis paralysis. So it is good to have a little bit of it, but the like extreme, just like, well, what's the worst that can happen? At least for me. And I think people can probably relate that are listening to this. It's like failing, like public failure and like not knowing if it's the right thing or if it's going to work out, which fundamentally understand you have to kind of adjust along the way and you're never going to just pick the perfect thing right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but you know, that fear of failure is real. Like it, it, it's sucking at something. Like if you go do it and wait, maybe I actually suck at this and yeah. like, what am I doing? And you know, it's moving, like, I guess try to move past that a little bit, but it, it, it is, can be debilitating sometimes of like, uh, maybe I shouldn't take action on this. Maybe I need to like go collect more collect information, more information and, and do <laughs> what are the other avenues. And like, I think for people that are like driven and goal oriented, when you're given like this plate of options, like we're at the cheesecake factory of oh, options, no. your favorite place. <laughs> and it's hard to like pick which item you want to go. Yeah. Because what if you don't like it? Or like, right. What if you suck at it? And it's so interesting because to me, that doesn't sound like a real problem. And that's, I think why we've been having just like some tips about this lately where I've had to really ask myself, how can I support someone who's so differently motivated? Because the way that you're feeling is valid, yeah. right? The the fact that when you say like, I could fail. And to me, I'm like, I'm not worried about failure. I'm worried about regret. I'm worried about like not doing the things that I feel called to do. And I'm worried about not trying all the options in life. Like I'm just, I'm so motivated by that. Yeah. That when you say like, I'm afraid of failure, it's, I, I fundamentally, again, like you said, I understand it in my brain, but I'm like, that doesn't seem that bad to me. Like yeah. who cares if other people don't get it? And it, yeah. it, and I always have to be cautious. Like, and I'm realizing this in real time, which is why I wanted to even do this podcast episode is I'm recognizing that that diminishes your feelings of, like it almost makes it seem like it's stupid that you're in analysis paralysis and like I'm judging you for that. And that's not the intention, but that's how it's delivered when maybe someone listening into this can connect with that word when you're like, well, just do something. Well, if they're in a state, if someone's in a state that you love where they actually are feeling like I could really fail and that's a very real fear for them, you have to acknowledge that like it's it might not be a real fear for you, but it's still a valid fear. Yeah. I mean, and you almost like embrace the failure because in your mind, you're like, okay, well now I know that's something I'm not going to do. Yep. <laughs> like you like process of elimination and yes. And I don't really like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like process of knowing. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, it's, it's, it's a gradual shift that you right. have to like get comfortable with. And everyone's on a different pace of that. And I think those goal oriented like threes, we tend to want to know exactly what to do and, and we'll go do it. That's not the problem. It's just like, we want that exact vision. And sometimes when you step into something new, it takes a little bit of kind of gradual learning and thinking of it, thinking of it that way of like, okay, how can I move forward? Like one step at a time and, and try to not think about this huge failure that's going to happen. Cause you're right. In a sense, you are right. That like, what is the worst that happens? Right. 
And if you actually play it out, like you fundamentally know yeah. that it's not a big deal, but in our bodies, we're like, it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, bo- it's a body reaction to that. Well, and then it's also acknowledging, you know, this is why obviously we're such huge fans of like Enneagram and just really gaining more self-awareness. And why I'm so excited that our friend Tracy, who we love is going to be speaking on empower her life. Ooh, it's going to be so good. We literally had like a two hour zoom call with her about like how to support each other in our relationships being yeah. so different because she's so helpful to know this fr- kind of framework. But really what's interesting about this too is navigating for anyone that's trying to support someone because they get a lot of DMs about this, like supporting a significant other through a tough season or a challenging season, especially when you're in a really good season. Like right now, I have never had so much clarity. I mean, you know, I've never been so, so excited about what I'm doing. I've never had so much clarity. I don't feel, I mean, I feel a little scattered sometimes because I think that's my personality, but like I don't feel so squirrely all over the place. I like, I know what I need to do. I'm taking action. I'm so excited. I feel really confident about the direction that I'm going. I haven't felt this clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like even as we're selling empower her life tickets, I'm just like, this is going to be amazing. Like I am so pumped and so driven on this. And then I'm still simultaneously trying to, trying to like do that with knowing you're in a season where this is really tough for you. And I think a lot of people can look at this situation where you left dentistry and now we get to have like this flexibility and freedom. And I think that's what we thought it was going to feel like. But the reality is it still requires this stage at the beginning where it's really hard for you to navigate what comes next and what decision to take. And I think a lot of people at the beginning stage of something new or in this contemplation stage um, have to really learn how to manage and then have to learn how to support someone else that's, that's going through that whatever their season is too. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you just can't, this is the, like I'm in that, like the honeymoon phase of like leaving something and going after something new is worn off where it's like now it's, this is the gunk you have to work through in order to earn that like right of like going after it. Right. Of like doing what you want to do something that's more aligned. This is just a lining part and you don't really get to skip it because if you go after something that's preset and laid out that I did that already. That didn't work. So with new opportunity comes the challenges. And this is for my personality. This is the challenge of like, yes, it's not actually doing it. Cause once I know what I want, it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. It's the going through the gunk of like, okay, what's the route? Who are these people we're working with? Like, what do we want? What feels good? What doesn't feel good? And um, as like an achiever, it's like, you don't want to pick the wrong thing. Yeah. And that gets super hard. And for it, it, relating it back to like a significant other in a relationship and, you know, we've been through a lot of seasons together, but, you know, you change as people and we all go through different ups and downs and seasons and, and we know each other so well, but this is just a different season we haven't navigated. Mm-hmm. And I know for you, it's, you're doing a good job of like seeking to understand because you're so different of how you would approach where I'm at because yep. you were in this position before. But then there's times where I, I don't understand how you approach things too. For right? sure. Uh, but you're just in such a good season right now that it's not really like those things aren't amplified. Yeah, like they are for me right now. Girl, I hope you're loving today's episode. We're going to jump right back in, but I wanted to do a quick little shout out to our sponsor of today's show, which is a company. Let me just tell you, these products have been a game changer for my husband, Zena and I, and honestly, I think could really help you too, especially if you're struggling with anxiety, a lot of stress, or just wanting to sleep really soundly. The company is called My Soul CBD. 
And I've been using their products for years. But once I started sharing a little bit more on, you know, this podcast and even on social media about anxiety and loss and change and grief, and even what we're talking about with Cena today of just like navigating new seasons of life and trying to support yourself. So many of you were like, Kish, I'm dealing with all those feelings too. And I recognize the importance that I share about tools from a mental perspective, but also products that are helping us. So what is Soul? It's a CBD company. All of their products are THC free. They're also non-toxic, organic, sustainably sourced. And my go-to favorite product is their nighttime sleepy gummies. They are amazing. Honestly, there's a little bit of melatonin in them, but what's nice about it is you'll sleep super soundly. Like you can fall asleep more quickly, but also like sleep through the night and still wake up feeling refreshed. It's honestly the best, like sleep hard, wake up feeling like a champ product I've ever tried. And like, if you struggle with sleep, you know how much that affects your day to day. So humor me and just try them. Like, what do you have to lose? Because since I've been using these and Sina has too, we've both been sleeping so hard and then actually have the energy to go at the rate that I want to go at each day. And then what's cool too, is like, they've got a lot of different products, but the other product I would encourage you to check out if you are struggling with stress and anxiety is their signature CBD drops. And you can literally like put a little dropper under your tongue. They've got all sorts of flavors, which is really cool. Um, if, it, if you're having a lot of anxiety, it just feels like it takes the edge off, but in a very subtle way. And I just highly recommend checking out their products because honestly, use products that can help support you in whatever way you need it to show up to life the way that you want to. So anyway, if you want to try them out for yourself, you can click the link in the show notes or you can just head to mysoulcbd.com slash Keisha. Uh, and you get a sweet discount for listening into the show. Again, that's mysoulcbd.com slash Keisha. And then of course, if you ever have questions about products, I've used so many of their products. We've even used some for our dog, Lizzie. Um, those CBD treats are freaking fire. They've got like topical treatments, all the things you get a discount on. Um, let me know if you have questions or anything, but without further ado, let's dive back into the show. That's a really important thing to remember. I think in any relationship that I'm constantly telling myself too is, you know, what we're doing right now, we're not seeking to have like a mediocre marriage. Like we're seeking to have this like exceptional marriage. And in order to have the type of depth of connection that we want for the rest of our lives. So we're like cute little wrinkly old people <laughs> and, you know, be this example to our future kids and to our friends and, and, and what we want, we have to be willing to do the work on this. And also to have that depth of connection means you have to see someone when they're really, really struggling and love the struggle part, the flaw part of them too, if you love the the highs yeah. of it, right? So like for you, you're so goal-driven and charismatic. And, and to your point, like when you decide that you're going to do something, you're not just going to do it, but you're going to be the best at it. And it's it's so admirable, which is why a lot of people can look at you and they're like, he crushes it at whatever he does. And, and I look at you that yeah. way too. And it's so inspiring to me that you can sit down. Like, honestly, one thing that's inspiring to me about you is you can sit down and you can just focus and then yeah. just do the whole task without squirreling at all. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh, I wish my brain works like that. But with that comes this stuff too, which yeah. is the harder stuff that when you're in a stress state as an achiever, you move into this, you know, collection of information season that to me, I'm like, I don't collect any information before yeah. I take action. And that's a, a strength and a weakness. Yeah. Right. But I think there's someone maybe listening into this right now that you too are in this collection information season and you're in this analysis paralysis, which can be really hard because you do still have to figure out a way to get yourself to take action to some degree. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get any clarity. It doesn't have to feel instant like it does for me, where I'm like, I just need to get out of this analysis paralysis and take action so I feel better. Um, but how do you do that for yourself? Right. And then it's also, you know, to your point of 
this part is required in order for you to get where you want to go and feel proud of yourself for getting there because this is the work. The alignment part is the work for you right now. Your work looks different than my work looks. Yeah. Like we've talked a lot about why I'm so proud of myself right now for feeling so clear and so focused on what I'm doing in my career is because I have quit so many things, right? Like I have started something and then it didn't feel aligned. And then I'm ugly crying, asking you what's wrong with me, trying to figure it out. I'm starting something new, throwing stuff against the wall, changing it, iterating it. And like, that's so much work. That's my work is like trying all these things out and then trying to get clear. And it feels really overwhelming sometimes. And it's, it's recognizing that the strengths that you love about me, like my, you know, excitement for life and my enthusiasm and passion and like my ability to just go after it. Well, that comes with flaws too, which like you see the other side of it, which is like, when I'm not in the season that I'm in right now, I can feel so overwhelmed by options because I want to do all of the things at the same time. Yeah. I don't feel overwhelmed by options of which one should I take. It's like, I want to do them all. And then I have to be cautious. I don't burn myself out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, totally. And I hope this is just a raw conversation that (laughs) this is real. Like this is part of the process that we're navigating in real time. And um, like you said, I think if you have a partner that's maybe going through a different different time that you're not used to, it's like, this is where you get to improve that depth of relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's the hard work that, that you'll feel so satisfied with afterwards, like after you work through it together. Yeah. And I mean, it's also the pride of knowing, you know, you don't know what it's like to be me, even though you know me better than anyone else. But it's also why you get to feel so proud of yourself when you get where you, you want to go yeah. because you're the only one who knows the difficulties that you had to navigate in your own head, Yeah. right? So for me, it's like, you know, Keisha, like stay focused on this. Like this is going to work out. Like do these steps, like, right? It's like getting myself to be focused. And for you right now, like what do you feel like you're going to look back on and feel proud of? Uh, navigating all the options ahead of me and just taking action without being a hundred percent certain that that's the exact perfect thing to be doing. Yeah. So how, for someone that struggles with that, like how are you getting yourself mentally to do that and moving out of this like information collection phase to actually getting yourself to take action that feels aligned in the way that it feels aligned for you? Yeah. I think labeling little steps along the way that don't feel like the traditional wins that I would probably say. Mm, that's so good. like, you know, you know me, I like some meetings set up with people this week. Mm -hmm. Just like, I wouldn't take that as a win, but it is because I'm going to take a small step forward of like talking to people in different industries of options that we're going through now that we'll probably talk about once they come to fruition of of that. And I wouldn't necessarily label that a win because it's still not a, like you're not there yet. Right. But it is, it's, it's a, it's a step along the way. Yeah. It's just reframing your, your wins Yeah, where I'm used to something like, Oh, I'll celebrate when I get there. The bigger, like, mm. you know, milestone events. Well, chisel down the stone a little bit. <laughs> the pebble stone event or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, seriously, it's that's for people that think like that achievement and like three Enneagram threes in general, like you just have to, like, otherwise it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a long time before you feel, you feel proud of yourself. Yeah. And it's really anyone that's like significant strip, like for anyone that hasn't listened into the episode that Tracy did about the Enneagram, she broke it into three separate triads of how you're motivated. We'll link it in the show notes. Cause you should honestly listen into it where it's like, if you don't know Enneagram, it's just people that are driven by the significance like aspect. It's twos, threes, and fours that yeah. all can probably really connect with what you're saying. Or somebody has a relationship with someone that struggles with celebrating the little wins like that. Yeah. But at the root of it, it's confidence building. It's 
it's building the belief in yourself that you can navigate whatever comes your way. And then reminding yourself, like one thing that we were talking about on our walk that I think is really important is I can picture a future version of us right now. And we're going to both know individually the work that we did to get there. Like, it's difficult for me. I mean, we've talked about this very rawly and obviously on this podcast, like I'm just going to be real about it. It's like, it's very difficult for me to slow down and say, the feelings that he's feeling are so valid for him, even though I cannot connect with it at all yeah. personally, because I've actually never experienced the feelings of like, you know, it's not that I don't care what people think. It's just I, the selfish part of me. It's like, I just want to have fun and I want to make impact. And I'm just so excited that like, I don't really care. Like I know some people don't buy with me and that's fine with me, but it's a very real feeling for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's been a really powerful reminder to me of like, you can be a better human. You can be a better wife. You can be a better friend when you acknowledge that it's a beautiful thing that we aren't motivated the same way. It's a beautiful thing that I get to learn how to be more compassionate to someone that I love so much that is just fundamentally different than me. And that's the work that I'm doing. So when we look back on this, and as soon as you figure out what you want to do, I have zero doubt in my mind that you will not only crush it, but you will be like the best. That's just who you are. Like you'll just work so hard. You'll do it. Like I have no doubt, but it's this, this season of the work that I had to do as an individual the work that we get to do on our relationship and then the work that you get to do as an individual that is going to make it so much more fulfilling when you get there. Yeah. I mean, it's all true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I agree. And stay tuned. Stay (laughs) tuned. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all good things. It's just working through it and and reframing it of your thoughts because you live in your own head. And like, that's, that's the hardest part, I think. And that's a, well, that's another thing to be proud of though. And I just want to acknowledge this before we close this out is this episode is really real. We're literally like sitting in my closet. <laughs> we should have our own closets. It's a great thing now. Office um, will be set up soon. I, I will tell you that Cena's closet is very organized and we are sitting amongst all of my laundry, but yeah. <laughs> there we it's, go. Uh, I'm going to go back <laughs> to my side. It's a little some, more, less chaotic. It's one of my flaws. Anyway, um, but truly, I think it's an important thing to recognize to you, Cena, and to anyone listening into this that does feel like they struggle with celebrating the little wins it's so brave of you to talk about this on the podcast and know that thousands of women, maybe a couple guys too, what's up, um, are listening in from all across the country that can really connect with you. And it's important that we pull back the curtain and we share this because there's enough carefully curated content of everybody celebrating their wins and their shiny accolades that like here, it just has to feel real and it needs to be honest. So thank you for being willing to talk about this. And you are seeing the world needs more like honesty about it. Transparency. I, I think you see a lot of stuff out there and on Instagram or wherever and people aren't showing the hard stuff. And like, as far as like career wise, and then also like relationship wise, where, you know, you've, you've had people DM you that have all tell you about these relationships. And then you look at their Instagram and it's like picture perfect. Right. And like all the time. And you know, we, people like always ask us about like couples questions and stuff. And so we just, we want to provide some real stuff. That's like, yeah, (laughs) we work through it. I mean, that's why we get to get to that point is there's Mm -hmm. times like this. And that's why we're creating this type of marriage that we never saw modeled to us. So we have no playbook in front of us. We're creating it as we go. And I know that, you know, every single season we're learning something, we're growing and we're just getting like closer, which is cool. Like 13 years in, I'm like, I feel like I'm learning more about you now. And I hope that that's a forever thing. Like, I don't want you to stay the same. I want you to navigate these ups and downs and me too. So we're buckled up. Should we high five? I I guess. That's it.
That was, oh, that was okay, a good one. one. All right, oh, we gotta yeah. crush it. All right, guys, if this was helpful for you, tag me on Instagram uh, or shoot me a DM, shoot me a text. You know, there's so many ways that you can find me, but I think it's really important that we have these raw episodes. So hopefully, yeah. hope you took something from it, yeah. and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.